six social plugins to turbocharge your WordPress experience on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by GetResponse. Are you a small business owner, professional blogger, or marketing agency? GetResponse can help you connect with your audience in a meaningful way. To see how GetResponse can help your business and get your first month free, go to servenomaster.com backslash GetResponse. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. When we look at all the different ways to drive traffic and create your online experience and your online presence, it can seem overwhelming. Social networks are constantly changing in importance. The market is constantly changing. Who uses Instagram versus who uses Snapchat? Who's using Facebook? Who's using Twitter? All the people using them, the demographics are constantly shifting. And it can be overwhelming the thought of trying to be on all the right networks, doing all the right things, approaching all the right people, growing your business in the right way. When you look at all of that stuff, it can become something that feels like a monster you can never quite catch. It becomes a target you're constantly chasing and trying to do everything right, and it's overwhelming. And so what I want to take you through is a couple of WordPress plugins that will make it all easier, that kind of automate the process. For me, I don't have time to spend an hour on each social media platform every day. It's too much work. It's too many pieces. All of that stuff becomes just too much for me to do everything, everything. And so I look for ways to automate and simplify the process, and that will help you to get going on social media, help you to at least get some things done. And the first thing, the first plugin I want to talk to is called Blog to Social. And of course, in the show notes and on the blog post for this episode, I'll have all the links. Now, there are plugins similar to this. There's a couple that do it. And the idea is it connects your blog with your social media website. So every time you post a new blog post, you post information automatically on all your social platforms. It'll send a message to Twitter, to your Facebook, to your Instagram, wherever you have it connected. And by having all of these things done automatically, it will really help you out. Now, in preparation for this, in the past I've talked about how it's really important to format your images. When you have your images formatted correctly, then this becomes a lot easier. It can automatically format and it will look good, which is what you really want. The value here is that it saves you a huge amount of time. And a lot of it's stuff we normally do manually, right? You post your new blog post, you go, oh, I have to share it on Twitter, then I have to share it on Facebook. And you go and do those things manually. And it's kind of annoying because it can take 30 minutes or an hour, depending on the social networks you're on. And you're tweaking everything and doing all this stuff. But when you can make it automatic, it takes away that time. So it gives you back a bunch of your time. And also, after a while, we just stop doing it because it takes too long, doesn't it? It becomes like an extra hassle. And especially when you don't have a big social media following at first, you don't want to bother doing it. So this solves two problems. It saves you time and it overcomes the hurdle of you not feeling like doing it. The second thing, and this is a plugin that you'll notice I use a lot, I'm using more and more, is, and there's a lot that do this. They're called click to tweet and there's all these different click to tweet plugins. Um, I'll post a link to the one I use below, but there's ones called like click to tweet, click to tweet improved. You know, the idea is that you create a phrase that's a tweet and it's like in a blue box on mine. I actually have two different plugins that want to do it. And on mine, you'll see a little blue box that says click to tweet on the box. And what it is, is a pre-written tweet. Someone can click on it and it immediately gets sent to their Twitter account. And 
it has in my tag and has my name. So it'll say hashtag serve no master and then at serve no Jonathan because Twitter is the one platform where I didn't get serve no master because someone got it a decade ago and never used it. That's what it does. And what, it, what you're doing there is making it easy for people to tweet something they liked about your post. Now, people that are very socially savvy and they're really Twitter people, they'll do it all the time. They'll grab a line they like anyways and tweet your blog post. But this is a way to go beyond just having the Twitter share button at the top. What people really like to tweet right now are quotes, and they don't really care where the quotes come from. You'll see a lot of quotes recently, not right now, but about six months ago, there were a lot of quotes from Marilyn Monroe taken heavily out of context. And yes, there were some good things about Marilyn Monroe, and it's very interesting because people forget uh, the tragedy, you know, how she died quite young, how there's a bit of mystery about her death, possibly the CIA killed her for knowing too many secrets. Who knows if that's really true? But we often add a bit of fantasy around people that die quite young. Same thing for James Dean. How many people do you know that thinks James Dean is cool and can't name all three of his movies? Most people, can, maybe they can name Rebel Without a Cause, maybe they can even get East of Eden, but 99% of the people who say they're James Dean fans forget that his third movie was Giant. And he was only in three movies. Because he died young, you know, he was into race cars and died in cars, all that stuff adds to the mystique. And when home dies young and fast, we add in stuff. And this is the same way we feel about a lot of our celebrities that die quite young. A lot of celebrities uh, die 23 to 27. That's kind of the sweet spot window. And people quote you all the time. You know, I can quote a lot of people that die that young. I could quote Tupac quite easily. Of course, I'm a thug. I grew up in the gutter and I'm still here. One of his great quotes, I'm easy to shoot, but I'm hard to kill. We remember quotes from people that are young. I remember those because that was right when I was young. And people really love those. Whether it's on Instagram or Twitter, quotes are very, very powerful. And so creating really simple one-line quotes, people can click a button and share it. You'll get a lot more shares that way. People will actually do it. You want to make it easy for people to share your messaging. And sometimes people will share your quote, your one line. And if it's a good line, their friends will retweet it. So you can actually get a quote that starts trending, even though people, no, people don't read your original article. And most people on social media never read the original. If you watch the news, almost every single day there's a misreport because they're quoting a tweet or they're quoting a social media thing and they never go to the original source. This is why we see more and more retractions and apologies on the news lately than we have in a while. They're like, last night we reported that there was a fire in Arkansas. Turns out there was no fire. Someone just tweeted as a joke. The shift in the news media, and the reason right now news media trust in America is an all-time low, because they never check. There's no fact-checking anymore. They see something on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and they go, this is news now. So I, if you post something on Twitter, Instagram, it can very easily trend. No one will ever go to the original source because people don't do that anymore. It's like the game telephone you played as a child. We whisper something, the person next to you whispers it and gets whispered down the line, and the last person repeats it. And of course, it's totally changed. And this is how rumors operate as well. But this is how the news media and how most people consume news now. So it's very normal for someone to read a tweet or a Facebook, a small Facebook post or see an Instagram thing, never check to see if it's true and click like or click retweet. So you can get quotes out there if they sound really cool. And in fact, I've been interested by this. I wondered if people could do it with really bad quotes. If people are so ignorant, if you could put out quotes from Hitler or Stalin and they would keep retweeting them if they sound kind of good. And it would probably work like disturbingly well because if it sounds kind of cool, then it will start trending. When I write my blog post, when I do my notes, especially for these podcasts, sometimes I go, this is the best sentence. This is the catchiest sentence. And I just wrap it. I just highlight it and click my click to tweet button and it becomes a click to tweetable. It makes it easy for people to share. Another set of, of apps 
are called social streams. And there's ones for Instagram and Twitter especially that will show your feeds. So if you're more active on social media and your blog is kind of secondary, if you're someone who just loves doing Instagram photos, you do like three or four a day, or you're tweeting 30 times a day, this is the way to show your feeds on your blog. So instead of moving your content from your blog to social media, like the last two plugins, this one is doing the opposite, bringing the content from social media to your blog. And this allows you to accomplish uh, the same thing. It allows you to generate a lot of content for your blog. It allows you to, again, bring people back and forth between social media and your blog. And it also will make your blog look more full because it has more content on it. And if social media is where you're really active, then driving people from your blog to social media could be what you want. That Maybe that's where you want to interact with people. As you're setting up your blog, you also want to make things easy. You want to make it very easy for people to share your content. So you want a social sharing plugin. And we've all seen them. Sometimes the little buttons appear at the top. Sometimes they appear on the sidebar and on the left side of the screen, they float down as you scroll down. Sometimes the buttons are at the bottom of the article. I think on mine are at the bottom. I can't remember because it's, I'm always trying to test and improve things and make it look better. But just having them there, if someone just wants to click share to the whole article, they have the option. You don't want it to be hard. You don't want someone to have to copy the link to your article, go over to Facebook and paste it in to share because people won't do that. It's too hard. People have reached a level of epic laziness now. So they expect it to be one click. Now, there are tons of uh, content sharing plugins, and what I really recommend is you check out a bunch of different ones, see which one has the look you like. I tend to, when I'm buying a social share plugin, I look for one that has all the networks that I want, looks the way I want size-wise. So for example, you know I'm a big Thrive Themes user. Everything I build is on the Thrive Themes platform. They have a social share plugin that comes with Thrive Themes, and it's pretty good. It might be perfect for what you need, but for what I want... It has a couple things that's missing. And this will, of course, change over time. They'll add in these features. But when I set my social shares plugin, they didn't have the option to add in extra ones or non-standard social networks. So I want to have the ability to share on networks that not everyone uses or they're not super mainstream. So sometimes you might want, if you're on a different platform, maybe you want to really share on Reddit or maybe you want to really, really share on Dig, even though that's not as popular as it used to be. You might want to be able to reach other platforms. So I like having plugins and let me add custom. And it's the same for the next number five, which is links to your social profiles. And this is where I really want to be able to do custom stuff. So on my sidebar, I have a ton of really custom social stuff. Because social networks are constantly changing, oftentimes you'll have a plugin that works really, really well, but they're not going to constantly update and just add in new social networks. So every time a new social network comes along, they don't add it. So the one I have allows me to find my own custom icon and create it. So I have Snapchat, I have Goodreads, I have an Amazon one that lead to those special pages for me. And each of those is very valuable to me, but they're kind of not standard. It's the same way. People don't always want to share or don't use these social networks. So I need one that allows me to add in my own. Snapchat is the same thing. Most of the plugins don't include Snapchat yet because Snapchat only recently allowed you to create a share link. It used to be to follow someone on Snapchat you had to have a, a picture of their ghost. It was always the 3D image. But now they've added in this other way to do it. And it's very recent. And I had to follow a couple of secret steps to do it to create that direct link to my Snapchat. And so because it's new and because not a lot of people do it, only like 10% of people who know how to do it, they don't have it there. So when I'm choosing my sidebar plugin, I need one that allows me to use the social networks that I want. And again, the other reason I don't use a Thrive Themes plugin is because their icons are bigger than I want. I want the ability to control the size of my icons and also the order. So being able to shift things around and kind of make them look the way I want them to look is important to me. These little things will start to affect your decisions as you go on and on. But the idea is 
First, you allow people to share any of your blog posts. But second, if people just want to follow you, you make it easy. People should be able to find you online. So you want to connect all of your presence online in one place. And for me, my central position is my blog. For my blog, you can find all my products. You can find my clothing stuff. You can find my books on Amazon. You can find my profile on Goodreads if you want to review my books there. You can find all my different social media stuff. And if, if I'd logged into MySpace in the last 10 years, I'd have a MySpace link. And again, if you're really active on MySpace, if you're the last person still using it, well, then you'd want to be able to put a MySpace link. And none of them include that for some reason. So we want to really connect our social media and our blogs in active and passive ways. And the really active ways are sharing your feeds back and forth. And the passive ways are just making it easy for people to follow you or share your content. The final plugin to look at, and this is our big number six, is controlling your social media meta information. And I know what I just said sounds horrible. Sounds really boring. So let me really walk you through because it sounds really technical, but it's actually really, really important. On my blog posts, if you go to even the post for this very podcast episode, which is also a blog post because it's hosted on my blog, you'll see an image at the top that is the title image for the blog post. But you'll also see many other images on the page. There's images on the sidebar for my most popular blog posts. There's an image in the opt-in if you want to take one of my free gifts. There's also at the bottom of the page some images for later articles and there's a link to the image for the toolbox and an image for if you want to download the PDF and show notes for this episode. So when someone shares, and if this has ever happened to you, if you've ever shared something on Facebook, you know what I'm talking about. If you copy a link and share it on Facebook, Facebook often chooses the image to share and it will be random. Sometimes it will share. I've shared something where there's a giant image and in the bottom there's an icon of like a book and Facebook, when I try to share it, it will show the book first. Now you can, if you're very active, click a little button on Facebook, at least next to the image to choose the one you want. But not a lot of people see that. Not a lot of people do it, especially when people are doing click to shares. They don't see any stuff. They just click to share. And if you're not set up correctly, the click to shares can look terrible. So what a meta plugin do, it affects the page in a place no one sees it. Meta really stands for meta tags, meta description, meta titles. That's stuff that only search engines see and only computers look at. So it's not something that a customer will see or a visitor will see unless they look at the code for the page. And this generates, for example, what appears at the top of the screen above the search bar. When you visit certain pages of a website, sometimes it'll say like blog name dash blog post name. That's from the meta tags or meta title because it's telling your browser how to display that little piece of information. So all this information is really something that we just add to the page just for Facebook or just for Twitter. So we can say to Facebook, this is the image I want you to share and this is the size. So what you can do is have your main image on your blog post and sized in different ways. And then you recrop it and create one that's the exact right size to share on Facebook. And you take that and you put it into the meta piece. So you upload it into this other little program. And I happen to do this via Yoast SEO. Yoast SEO does this a free SEO plugin. And there's other ones that do it as well that let you control your social meta. So you can do it in different ways. You then can affect as well what the taglines are, what a one-line tweet will be if someone clicks to share a tweet. You can affect what happens when they share something and make sure that their shares look really good. Because sometimes people will share your blog post and it looks like crap. Nothing's going to happen. They're not going to fix it. They'll just go, never mind, or delete. So this allows you to ensure that your shares look really, really cool. And that will help you to get a lot more reshares. So again, to review our six powerful social WordPress plugins. First of all, it is a plugin that takes our blog posts and automatically shares it with our social media following. The second 
is the ability to create sentences or quotes that someone can click and instantly it becomes a tweet, a click to tweet. Third, we want to sometimes display our social streams or our social feeds. And so we can even have this in the main part of our blog or sometimes just a section or it's on the sidebar where people can see like latest tweets or latest Instagrams. We then want a content sharing plugin. So people at the beginning or end or on the sidebar for any of your posts or pages they like, they can click one button and share it. We also want to have links in the sidebar and on the homepage or in the footer to all your other social media sites. So if people want to find your Facebook, they easily can. And finally, we want, and this is very important for the social sharing plugins, to make sure that when people do share, it looks good on each social network. And this is where we have a, a content social media meta plugin that controls the meta content, that controls the content to say, Facebook, this is how you should make it look when someone shares. And when you put all these together, you'll really turbocharge your blog and you'll have a really tight social media integration. And what I want you to notice is that none of these is a lot of extra work. Once they're installed, you don't have to spend an extra hour or 20 minutes every day. The only thing you have to do is double check your social media meta stuff to make sure that when someone shares your stuff, it looks good. And of course, you can also just perfectly size your images. But if someone's sharing on Instagram, it has to be a square versus Facebook, where it needs to be a rectangle and Twitter likes a different shape. All different social networks like different shapes. So resizing the images is something you can do. And there's also plugins on Amac can do it for you or websites on Amac can do it for you, make it really easy. But knowing how something will look before you share it, making sure that it shares the right image, those little pieces are an extra two minutes when you're writing a blog post, but it will really pay off. So these are some really simple plugins, really simple tools you can use to turbocharge your blog and handle a lot of your social media campaigns. So now if you're writing a blog post a day or two blog posts a day, you'll seem like you're active on social media because now you're posting and tweeting and Facebook and everything else twice a day. Your content is constantly getting out there. So people who like to consume in different ways can absorb it in the ways that they want to. This is very valuable because more and more people, when they think internet, they just think of their favorite social network. And it is constantly changing. There are people who, when you say you can use the internet today, they only think Facebook. Their definition of the internet is simply within the Facebook platform or the Facebook app. And there are people that feel the same way about LinkedIn or feel not as many or people who only use Twitter or Snapchat. Really, a lot of people that use Snapchat now, it's shifting in that direction. Who knows what will be next? But once people pick their social media platform, that's where they want to absorb your content. So this is a way of reaching people where they are and connecting. And the people who really just want to follow your blog, when you have your social media content appearing on your blog as well, they can follow you in the place where they are comfortable. We always want to make it easy for people to find you, for people to enjoy your content. And this means meeting them where they are and making it very, very easy for them. So these are six really powerful social media plugins that can turbocharge your blog. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Serve No Master podcast. To find out how you can get a free copy of my new book, Head over to servenomaster.com backslash podcasts right now.